0: Welcome back to the St Edward's School podcast, the place where we talk to staff, to pupils and to parents to find out more about life at the school. Now, in this episode, we have two guests and we're talking about admissions. Esther O'Reilly Kane is the admissions manager at the prep school, and she's joined by Anthea Dufour, admissions manager at the senior and sixth form. Together, we discuss what the admissions process is, how people can get in touch, what some of the typical questions and concerns that parents might naturally have, and we find out about experience days too. That's all coming up in this episode, so come with me now as we step into the world of admissions at the prep school and the senior and sixth form at St Edward's School. Esther and Anthea, thank you both for being here today. How are you both?
1: We're really good. Anthea's joined me over in the preparatory school, so we're in
2: my office, and as we're talking to you, we're looking out of my window, and the sun is shining. So so I'm absolutely delighted to be here with Esther. I always enjoy coming over to the prep school and working with one of my favourite colleagues. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. Thank you. You might be mine too.
0: Now, we're here talking about admissions, and I I sometimes wonder, for for parents that might be listening to this with very young children who haven't gone to school at all yet, they might be thinking to themselves that admissions is kind of one of those slightly independent school kind of terms, a bit like co-educational, where if you're from outside the school and maybe your children haven't started school yet, then you might not be 100% clear of what it is. So just just to bring everyone up to the same level, what actually is admissions in, in a school like St. Edward's?
2: Admissions across both schools is exactly the same. Basically, we get our inquiries through parents who generally notice us on our website. They request a prospectus or ask to come to one of our open days. It could be on the phone, so sometimes people drop in following attending a fixture so we have external schools coming over for a fixture and parents think hi right I'm going to pop by and see what the school's like and some parents just accidentally discover us because they come to our swimming pool or they come for a holiday camp and then they make contact like that so they will come and ask all sorts of questions and our job is then to make them feel very welcome and show them what we have on offer.
1: Mine are slightly different in some ways, pretty much the same process but I think my phone might ring a little bit more because of course I deal with the nursery, our kindergarten as well as pre-prep and the prep school. We take children from one to eleven, often this is the first time that children are joining an educational setting so there's probably a little bit more hand-holding going on at my side of the school. It's always surprises me when I visit Anthea how big your children are Mm. (laughs) we're used to little tiny ones and yours are well six footers aren't they they're all
2: tearing over me
1: (laughs) I also offer open mornings we both do that but we tend to have a steady flow of children because of the kindergarten and the preschool offering in essence both of our jobs are really to make the transition of joining us as smooth and as enjoyable as possible
0: that's really good to hear I'm dying to know what some of these questions are that some of the parents ask as well. And I imagine that they're probably very different questions, uh, Esther, as the kind of questions that maybe Anthea gets asked. What, what are some of the most common or typical questions that you tend to receive?
1: From my point of view it's all about making sure that the children are going to be really happy because at the lower end of the school in terms of the years that they're coming to us it's about making sure that they're feeling very settled so are they allowed to bring their favourite toy can they stay for a little bit and settle them in all the way through to children who are a little bit more established in schooling. It varies hugely as to why a child is changing schools so it for some it might be because they're relocating and there's issues around around that that parents can be quite anxious about friendships making sure that you know everybody's going to be settled in really well and others might be because they're moving schools because they've had a situation where they feel that it's the best move for their child and that might be coming from a good you know, I don't want to say good or bad place, but from a more unsettled place. So it's things around, you know, making sure that perhaps they're being pushed academically as much as they want them to be. It might be from playing sport and having the facilities to be able to play lots of different types of sport. I don't know about you, Anthea, but they vary
2: hugely. Absolutely. So the the questions I seem to get are more sort of academic or facilities based. So I will get parents asking about class sizes, about um, scholarships. So there's a difference between the prep and the senior yeah, school. And the senior school is that we offer scholarships for entering into year 7 and to year 12. And so parents are really prepping to then join senior schools so they're, they're looking at us they're looking at grammar schools they're, and they're looking at the other excellent uh, independent schools in Cheltenham and the fact that we're Cheltenham's only independent day school is something that uh, is great because a lot of parents will ask well do you have school on Saturday? No we don't so all sorts of things like that so d- different parents are different questions so if a parent comes from an independent school or from a state school then the questions are very very varied. Everybody's independent and different
1: everybody has their different requirements but for me I think and probably from you the the real question that lots of parents do ask apart from the class sizes that's a good one we Mm. get that a lot is that their children are going to feel settled and happy and that's really really important because obviously they're making a huge investment for the children to come to St Edward's and as you go up the school, the investment gets larger um, and they need to make sure that that's good value for their money.
0: And Anthea, you mentioned about some of the different ways in which people go about inquiring, like things like the open days and things like that. What, what are the main events throughout the year where you tend to get the largest number of inquiries? Or to put it another way, what, what are some of the biggest opportunities for parents that are thinking about coming and finding out more about St. Edward's? What, what, what are the best opportunities for them to do that?
2: Yeah, so obviously our key entry points are year 7 and year 12, sixth form, and the opportunities to come and visit us for those would be our largest event, which is our September open morning. So we get all age age groups coming, but year year 7 and 12 are the most important. They will come along to that, but not only that, we also offer what we call experience days, and these are all in preparation for entry at year 7, but we invite children as young as year three four five and six to come for experience days and these include uh, days where we have a technology day we have a stem day we have an arts day a drama day as well so all sorts of things that we offer um, children to have the opportunity to come and join us for a whole day usually with their cohorts because we tend to see regulars coming time and time again and so by the time they join us in year seven they all know each other and they're very very comfortable within our school so those are the sort of the key events for sixth form it's slightly different. So we offer revision sessions for sort of GCSE booster sessions in the summer. We can have language, what's the word, language labs um, as well. So we so we add a little extra tuition or we'll offer tuition to some of our external students who are thinking about joining us in year 12 as well. And especially during COVID, we gave a lot of booster sessions um, over the summer. Our teachers came in, gave up their free time and offered that um, that way Lower down the school, so years four, five, six, and years sort of ten, stroke eleven, and get the opportunity to have a real feel and taste of our school. What our teachers have on offer, and get a feel of a, a proper working day in our school, and what school life is like at St Edward's Senior School. So that's what we offer, and and it takes a lot of organisation. There are lots of fun. And, and it's a great day for everybody, including teachers who come from those feeder schools. It's great to see them, to see how they interact with our teachers, and and we all bounce ideas off each other and learn from each other. So it's, it's a, great, a great day all round, but most importantly, the best way to get a feel of our school.
1: For me, it's a little bit different. We do, for the main school, so from reception to year six, we offer three days. So the children come in for three days with us. And that can be Monday to Wednesday or Wednesday to Friday. I've got three in with me at the moment, one in year two, one in year three and one in year four. And they'll come for three days and they will experience what it's like to be with us. They'll do some assessments to make sure that they can access the full curriculum. But that's not the biggest part of the day. It's about making sure that over those three days they embed themselves into the school life, meet their cohorts, build relationships... Funnily, sometimes lunch is one of the most important things. So they get to have three lunches with us and they can assess whether the cooking is up to muster. So it's it's about having that time to be able to for us to be able to make sure that we are the right school for them and for them to decide that we are the right school for them as well. And when we go further down the school, we don't offer three taster days for little tiny babies coming in at one. We'll offer, we we go straight to offer letter once um, deposits and everything have been sorted, but we will have. Settling in sessions, and they'll come in for a couple of hours before they join proper. And the same in preschool, they'll come in for a morning and uh, just make sure that everything's good. And then from reception onwards, we offer those three days that the children come in. If they're coming from a long, long way away, we might try and condense that down to one day. And if they're abroad, because we both take yeah. students from abroad, we might have to do some assessments online and have some Zoom calls to make sure that we can meet the family and meet the children and have a chat so there's lots of different ways to enter
2: the school it's quite interesting really actually following on from that I did fail to mention so for the odd sort of you know year eight nine ten intake we also offer taster days which is part of the application process so a child will come in we set them up with a buddy try and match someone who has similar hobbies pastimes and characteristics and they will be with their buddy for one or two days and at that time as long as they're registered with us they will also sit our assessment and teachers will feedback. so they, they have a, a really great way of sort of integrating within the school community again like you say yeah. esther see whether they're the right fit for us and vice versa and teachers will feedback on that too so so yeah those are the sort of, sort of odd ones that come in at various different stages other than years seven and twelve It's quite interesting
1: because you do get to meet so many of the families and you see them every day, so it gives them a real chance to feel that they're part of the school when they're with us. I don't know about you, but 20% of our children are international and we have to bear in mind lots of different time differences when we're on the telephones and doing Zoom calls. It can be a challenge when they're living seven hours behind or ahead of us to sort out the Zoom calls from time to time. But it's
2: And certainly in the lockdown, we did a lot of that, didn't we? Well, I love that part. I love it. I love speaking to families abroad and and asking questions about where they're sitting and what the weather's like and and, and just finding out a little bit what it's like going around the world in 80 days sitting at your desk isn't it
0: it's true it's true, great. It's yeah, true. I yeah. love it too Yeah. awesome it's really good to hear all of this now at the time of recording this of course we are in the middle of January and the, the the beautiful Covid word is is still lingering around right now do you find that many parents have any concerns or questions regarding Covid or are they just actually keen to get their children back into a school environment again?
2: Well, I don't know about you, Esther, but I think parents are absolutely desperate to get their children back to school. So I sometimes have to put the brakes on and say, hang on a minute, you know, test before you come and sanitise and wear a mask and all the rest of it. But parents are desperate to get their kids back to school, so their children, yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that's true for the older ones. I think when they're little and in kindergarten, there is an apprehension because it's the first time that they're leaving the house and socialising with others. So there is a bit of anxiety at my side of the school with regards to that. We've had a few little delayed starts where you know people need to gain the confidence. But other than that, I would say in general, most people are very, very keen to get their children back. I think we all realise just how important education is and how much children lost out. We're fortunate that we didn't lose out a lot here because we were straight online and classes were you know in full swing so our children were very 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 lucky indeed on both sides of uh, the school but there's nothing quite like seeing people in the flesh and having a full class and actually when you were here in lockdown the corridors seemed far too quiet so having them all bubbling and babbling along is is wonderful and we're very happy that we're all back and so far we're all doing very very well.
0: Esther, I imagine that every parent listening to this right now has, at least any parent that's that's already put their children in any kind of school, will remember that feeling of what it's like dropping young children off and then leaving and going back home or going off to work, especially when the young children aren't feeling particularly happy just because they don't want to leave mummy or daddy. What advice would you give to a parent who might be experiencing that or might be a little bit apprehensive that they might experience that in the next 12 months?
1: Handle my heart, I promise you that after you've driven away within five minutes they're absolutely fine they're little monkeys because they'll they'll keep crying and if you're still there the minute you're gone and they're distracted and they're brought in with other children they really really are absolutely fine but my job is to make sure that mummies and daddies are fully aware of that and and that we hold their hand as much as they need it's a massive step for your child to leave your home and and certainly through lockdown we've had lots of babies who've been born who you know in fairness, have never left the home. So coming to a, a setting like ours, as beautiful as it is, and as experienced as the staff are, it's a massive, massive step. So... There's often lots of support, lots of care, lots of love and uh, we make sure that those are the, uh, why we have those settling in sessions so that mums and dads can be with them while they're being you know, in, in the grounds or visiting our beautiful uh, little farm that we have here with the animals and the children are really happy. So by the time they do come, they've had one or two little sessions with us, no more than sort of half an hour to an hour. So when they join us, they're actually feeling that they know where they are they know what the teachers and the, the support staff look like, and they're generally very, very happy to be here. But I do promise you, I come back to what I said initially, five minutes in, they're not crying.
0: That's really reassuring to hear. And I, I imagine that some of, some, some of the parents listening to this right now might be smiling at that as well. Anthea, if I can ask you, do you find that the way that you communicate with parents is different Uh, compared to Esther I'm thinking in particular about sixth form where the children the pupils are old enough to start to have a say to to make their own decisions about where they want to go
2: absolutely so obviously lower down the school it's a little bit more like Esther by the time a child gets to sixth form they are making their own decisions um, other than the fact that we are an independent fee-paying school so parents have a, a massive investment in in their child's choice but a child is very much invested in that choice but if, if I go back a little bit I think parents also need to feel welcome whether they're they have a child joining year seven or a child joining year 12 and we we make sure that a parent becomes part of our wider community too. And Esther, when you were just talking there, you just made me think of something that's slightly off at a tangent, but equally important is that um, at the prep school and the senior school, we have what we call parent coffee mornings. And once a child has joined our community, we consider the parents as joined too, And in a prep school or in a nursery, parents are possibly a little bit more invested. They're waiting at the school gates to sort of wave hello, goodbye, etc. You get to senior school, even as low down as year seven, you drop them off at the roundabout and off they run and and they make their own way home, etc. So parents don't have as much input once a child has entered the school. So we have parent coffee mornings the first Friday of every month, between quarter past eight and half past nine and parents are invited to have a a little sort of breakfast with us um, a a quick chat and a a cup of coffee with other parents with other teachers and they become part of our community too so although their children yes um, in year 12 take that decision yes I want to go to St Edwards or elsewhere the parents are part of that process too and they are part of our community and they're very very welcome. And actually, they also play a role. So, you know, in our sixth form, we have parents visiting, talking about giving careers advice, et cetera, et cetera. So, so they're part of it too. They're part of the wider experience. And, uh, yeah, I, I diversified a little bit, but I hope that was useful. <laughs> <laughs> we talk
1: Well, we talk about St Edward's family, don't mm. we? Well, yeah. Um, and we do feel that we are mm. one very big family. Mm. And from my point of view, parents come in for the coffee mornings But there's also times where they come in and read a story to the younger ones. That's lovely. We have different events that go on, so maybe bring a grandparent in for a session. We even allow, when we've been COVID-free, we've even allowed parents to come in and have lunch, join their children and their families for lunch, and it's a really lovely moment when that happens. So we've got lots of lovely moments for families to feel a part of us.
0: When parents are looking around at different schools do you recommend that they do actually go and visit a a good number of different schools as well as St Edward's?
1: I think it's really important to visit and have comparisons. I think the difficulty comes when people look at too many and they become very muddled as to what their choices are. I mean we've got a huge selection of very good schools in the area and it's important that you feel that you've got the school that's right for you and your family, and for your budget as well. So the answer, I would say, is have a look at certainly three schools, two to three schools, and I would limit it to around that. But most people tend to pretty much have that set in their minds. It's only very few number that look at more than that, I would say, would you?
2: Yeah, I, I agree, and I think the fact that we are the only independent day school in Cheltenham already sets us apart. So, yes, look at look at the others, obviously. I mean, I feel absolutely confident that when parents and families visit our school, once they've visited beyond the sort of the bricks and mortar, the beautiful site that we're set within, they will come across students, they will come across staff and they will make their own decision very quickly. And I'm totally confident when they have those conversations and and visit us in the flesh, they will get a very good feel of what a welcoming and lovely school we are.
0: Uh, Some really good points coming through here. Uh, But we need to bring this episode to a close in a minute however if any parent has listened to anything and maybe they wanted to get in touch and find out more what's the best way they should do that
2: well as i said at the very beginning there there are many ways if you go straight onto our website you get our direct telephone numbers on the admissions page again through the website you can book uh, open days you can request a prospectus but i always love to get a phone call nothing better than a phone call and really speaking to the parents I second that a telephone
1: call and finding out a little bit more you find a lot more out with a telephone call than you ever will with an email and it's much more personal and the relationship starts from the moment you contact us
0: that's really good to hear and my final question for Esther can children bring their favorite toy
1: absolutely and actually we really welcome them there's lots of little favorite toys that we have to hand but definitely always bring your favorite with you
0: very reassuring to hear. Well, Esther and Anthea, thank you both very much for giving up your time and explaining what admissions is and how it all works at St. Edward's in both the prep and the senior school. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Bye bye. So that was Anthea Dufour, admissions manager at the senior and sixth form and Esther O'Reilly Kane, admissions manager at the prep school. Thank you to you both for coming on to this episode of the podcast. Don't forget if you've heard anything and would like to get in touch, then just reach out to the school via the website.